What's going on, Ishes? This is your kind of well, kind of toxic, most of the time doing her best, main fucking ish, bringing you another episode of Wellish. This week, I wanted to talk to you guys about something that I have been really trying to implement in my life because I'm really fucking sick of trying to get to this fantasy destination of like happiness and peace and this idea that hopefully one day I'll feel good and not being able to feel good today because (laughs) it seems that I try this constantly and I try to implement new tactics into my life constantly and it never works like I'm never like I've never woken up one day and thought oh my god, that new routine I've tried, now I've reached happiness. So I'm going to try to listen to a lot of what I've heard over the years and that you're essentially only going to be happy if you live in the present moment. But I've always fucking hated when people said that to me because like, how are you supposed to navigate your life not utilizing the past to decide kind of what happens in the future? Or how are you not supposed to make decisions that will hopefully propel you towards a better future? But that's just not how it works. You can simultaneously do those things. Like you can obviously use context clues from the past to not make stupid ass decisions for what you're doing now and you can make decisions for now that are hopefully going to lead you in a better direction in the future but that doesn't mean that you can't enjoy what's happening today or in this exact moment and to think that your brain has to constantly be on overspeed of ways to get to, again, some fantasy destination and until you find the magic key or figure out what it is you're supposed to be doing that you're just like doomed to feeling like shit constantly because you're always, again, looking for this next best thing, this final destination. It's not real. It's not going to happen. That's literally the fakest shit I've ever heard. Basically, this is the essence of Wellish creating this balance and normalizing pushing yourself out of your comfort zone and just doing your best and taking action steps every day to get you closer to where you want to be in life but while you're doing those things not feeling guilty for the life you're living and taking your time to appreciate the way that your life has panned out now and what's happening for you now and the good things that are in your life now how far you've come what have you accomplished that you had goals set for now like I've accomplished things that I've talked about trying to do for a really long time and I still find myself on a daily basis trying to do new things in order to you know meet some better version of myself and never taking the time to fully appreciate this moment that I'm in and what I've accomplished now but not anymore baby I am fucking done with that as you can tell based on the episode's title I have a whole new fucking tactic for you guys to implement into your life and it works and it feels fucking great and it just I had to share it with you guys because I've literally used it every single day since it magically popped into my brain. So let's start with the main problem that we're I'm trying to overcome here like the overall theme of my issues essentially comes down to control. I am desperately trying to control 
what happens in my life compared to allowing fate to take its course and jumping on the opportunities that present themselves through fate taking its course. Like I am stressing myself out trying to make precise predictions that are supposed to lead me to specific locations in my life and have specific outcomes. But that's like absolutely actually insane. And that is never something that I could do. And I'm not God. Hi. I'm trying to take a little bit of more of a back seat in life. And obviously, I don't want to say that in the sense of I'm not taking action steps to still control my life and to propel myself in a direction that is going to be beneficial for me. But I mean it more along the lines of I am allowing fate to take its course as shit pops up in life, as shit in life does. I then take action there. Instead of trying to put the focus on what I could do to hopefully get a specific outcome, I'm taking outcomes that are already presenting themselves and taking action through those. Let me paint you a picture so that you can get a good idea about what really I'm trying to fucking say here. The other day I was at the store and there was a woman who was dressed very nicely. She definitely looked like she had money. I mean, that's obviously me making an assumption. Maybe she didn't, but her Louis Vuitton shoes and purse said otherwise. But the thing that really caught my eye was that she was buying several bottles of expensive wine. Now, pan the camera over to me in the corner, unshowered, wearing sweatpants and a t-shirt from Goodwill, grabbing a $6 bottle of large blueberry wine off the shelf. (laughs) So naturally, my brain went into comparison and judging myself mode. What did she do to get to be like that? I wish that I looked like that. I wish that I could wear clothes like that. What is she going to go do with all of that wine probably go to an event with a bunch of people and I'm gonna grab my wine and go sit on my couch by myself until I had this fucking epiphany (laughs) I'm not drinking the wine for the taste I'm drinking the wine so that I can't see straight (laughs) so why would I spend an obnoxious amount of money on a beverage that's going to give me the same exact effect as the six dollar one It just doesn't make sense. And so then I started to think about who I am and what I would really want. Now, obviously, don't get me wrong. I would love like nice designer clothes and, you know, all of those things. But the thing is, is if I was going somewhere, I would look nicer than I did in that moment. I didn't look like that because I didn't have money. I just looked like that because I wanted to go fucking get a bottle of wine from the store so I can go sit on my couch and watch Jane the Virgin. And so it started to make me think, If I was somebody that had a lot of money, but in this same position that I was in right now, just getting a bottle of wine to go sit on my couch and watch a TV show, why would I be dressed to the nines? And why would I be buying the expensive bottle of liquor? And I love my Goodwill shirt and it feels so much better on my skin knowing I only paid $5 for it. So like, why am I even mad? And at this point, at this point, this is my favorite fucking part. Look at how much time I fucking have just wasted focusing on some random ass fucking woman in the grocery store that I could have spent literally somewhere else. Like I could have literally just like grabbed the bottle of wine and walked away and thought about how to solve world hunger. I don't fucking know. Here's another way I make myself feel fucking shitty. Do you want to know what the worst way 
to wake up is like in the world the worst way to make up feeling fucking guilty like i wake up guilty as fuck for absolutely like no reason like i wake up and automatically i'm like i haven't done enough yet like that is straight up the first fucking thought that comes to my mind when i open my eyeballs i think most of that comes from when i was hardcore working out for the last several years of my life i didn't obviously have enough time to like wake up go to the gym get food in get ready for work go to work all of that good stuff so like I had to wake up obnoxiously early especially if I didn't want to work out at night because I would work out at night and then my whole day was gone so working out in the morning was really important to me and I had goals that I wanted to attain in the gym and so if I didn't meet or if I didn't wake up in the morning I would the whole rest of my day would be shot essentially every morning though I would wake up when I was still working out I would wake up and question like straight up my entire existence like why was I waking up do I really like to work out do I really need to work out and like I basically just chalked this up to when you wake up in the morning and you're like do I need this job no I think I can keep sleeping like obviously you need the job obviously you're gonna get up you're gonna go to work and while that was probably true When you wake up like that every single day and like more often than not, you're unhappy about going to do the thing that you've set out to go do. Why would you keep putting yourself in that same situation over and over and over again? At the time, I could honestly say that I felt good once I, you know, was up and moving my body. But I've gotten to a point that I don't want to do that right now. And so I'm not doing that right now. And I still want to move my body. So I instead wake up and I go do yoga instead of going to the gym. But I still find myself waking up with that weight of guilt on my chest. And what I've decided it really comes down to is habit. I think that because I hardwired my brain to wake up in this almost state of panic, it kind of seems like for so long, that's just kind of what my initial wake up feeling is instead of like, oh, nice and refreshed. I feel good now. Like that would be lit to fucking wake up and feel that way. But I don't know. I've programmed my brain to think that way. And I think that this pertains to a lot of things uh, in our lives. We program our brains just from simply thinking about things that way for a super long period of time. For example, if you are an avid overthinker like me, or as I like to say, a recovering addict, (laughs) which plays into what I'm about to tell you, is that compulsive overthinking is actually a genuine addiction. And I didn't know that. And I think that it's really fucking weird because obviously when we think of addiction, we think of substances or other things, but mostly like things that actually genuinely like you are scratching at your skin because you're so addicted. But addiction literally is anything that you cannot control. It's controlling you. It controls your whole life. You can't stop it from happening. And that is the way that my thought patterns were for literally as long as I can remember that I just thought that that's the way life was. Like you have a voice in your head and you think and that's just normal, right? Well, it's not. It's not fucking normal. And if that's the way that your life is, that's me telling you right now that 
It's not supposed to be that way. You are you are the one that gets to control your thoughts. And that's what people are talking about when they talk about bliss or peace is your mind reaching this like stillness and not being so fucking worried about everything all of the time or even even if you're not worried you're just thinking about it all the time and like literally stressing yourself the fuck out for nothing so again I'm a recovering addict but the same thing applies for this bad habit of waking up guilty or living my life thinking that I need to do more in order to achieve more and to get to some destination of happiness that I have fantasized and created inside of my head you know what it kind of reminds me of too is like you know that unethical ass like thing that some scientists did okay I I think it was Pavlov because Pavlov's dogs were the ones with the bells and the food and the dogs I said dogs already but you get it but he did this thing I think it was him he did this thing that he put a white rabbit in front of a baby and every time he put the white rabbit in front of the baby he blared an air horn behind the baby so it would freak the baby out and then it would cry and then eventually he didn't even have to do the air horn as soon as he put the white rabbit in front of the baby the baby would instantly cry because he associated the white rabbit with being fucking terrified so essentially I associate waking up with I haven't done enough already (laughs) so let me tell you guys how I'm trying to correct this habit. I told you guys that I am trying to have a morning routine. And while that has been good for me, it also, you know, contributes to this issue. So basically, I'm trying to combat like specifically, I'm trying to combat the waking up and feeling guilty issue by taking the morning to myself. But there are a few other areas and I'm just going to use my morning routine as an example. I do this throughout my entire day now, but I'm going to give you guys a few examples using my morning routine to show you a little bit about what I mean when I say I'm trying to do things just that make me feel good. I used to set my alarm for 5.30 a.m. Now I'm setting my alarm for 7 a.m. And honest to God, (laughs) I don't know why it's like even hard to tell you guys that like it I get those like failure feelings coming up when I tell you guys that I wake up at seven because I have like been programmed by listening to CEOs and people that are successful and people that have money and you know whoever else that says that the most successful people are so successful because they've gotten a shit ton of stuff done before more than half of the world is even awake yet but my question is if I do those things anyway, why does it matter when I get them done? Like if I'm getting them done, aren't they still done? Like who cares if it's before the sun comes up, right? If waking up before the butt crack of dawn works for you, wake up before the butt crack of dawn. My boyfriend, he wakes up in the morning. Like he's up at like fucking 4 a.m., 4.30 a.m. Because like that's just how his brain and body are programmed. Some people are like that. I am not like that. (laughs) So why am I trying to fight who I am and what I like and what feels good to me? Like, who am I fighting for what? What am I? Who am I proving this to? It's my life. I'm the one getting out of bed. I'm the one tired. And, you know, it's not like I'm rushing or, you know, making myself feel like crunched for time by by the time I wake up. I, you know, I give myself a lot of time to wake up. It's just not before the sun is up. And again, that works for me. Like I told you guys, I started doing yoga instead of going to the gym 
And I basically, so I'm doing that. I'm trying to focus on my eating habits because that has never been something I've been very good at. Even when I was an avid exerciser, I never really was able to achieve the results that I was looking for just because I, I don't know, I just could not in my mind stay consistent with an an eating habit. Even I did 75 hard a while back and Um, even then, sure, I wasn't eating like shit food, like I wasn't eating junk or anything like that. But maybe instead, I would just like wouldn't eat at all. (laughs) So like, that's not good either. So I'm trying to focus on that. And then I was trying to go for walks. But um, (laughs) you guys know what I did yesterday? Um, I went for a run. (laughs) I have never done that in my fucking life. But for whatever reason, I was able to run down the street instead of get in my car and drive to the gym. So, so fucking be it. All right. That's what happened. So there it is. And the reason I got a kick in the ass to do that is because it's my boyfriend's 30th next month and we're going on a trip for it. And I want to look cute in all of my new clothes. So... Yeah, there's that. And I just don't think I'm going to get the hashtag body goals that I'm looking for just by doing warrior three all the time. All right. The next thing on the list is when I'm eating breakfast. Again, trying to, you know, do good with those healthy habits. So I'm trying to eat breakfast because I was really bad at that for a while. But I like got into this like regimented mindset as I do. And told myself that I was going to eat an egg with cheese and spinach and mushroom and two slices of toast. And that's what my breakfast was going to be until the day I die. <laughs> like, I don't, is that my mentality? Like, I don't know. Like, I, I just like tell myself that that's what I'm going to do from now on. And like, is that what I think? Like, I think that that's the only thing that I'm going to eat and I'm going to do it perfect 100% until like I'm literally dead because I don't plan on dying anytime soon. So that's a long fucking time to eat the same exact thing every single day is that what I think like how dumb how stupid what I don't even but so again I finish my yoga and I say okay I have to go eat now but I want oatmeal instead because I don't feel like making an egg and whatever and that you know it is what it is you know I could try to beat myself up and say well I'm not getting a protein source but you know what I don't give a fuck bro I literally don't give one fuck I'm gonna go eat oatmeal and I'm happy that I'm just eating breakfast and I'm getting something in my body and I'm not eating a goddamn pop-tart all right that's my mentality I'm not eating a fucking pop-tart I'm eating oatmeal I'll be all right okay I'll be a fucking all right while I'm eating my oatmeal I like to get my reading in. So I read a self-help book every morning and the self-help book journey has been a long one, friends. I used to like power fucking through self-help books and try to like read all of them to then implement all of the tactics into my life. (laughs) Newsflash, that don't work. Don't work. It's overwhelming (laughs) and it makes you feel bad (laughs) because, you know, After maybe a week, you start to forget what you are practicing and what was said in the book and it just doesn't pan out for the long term. But what I have found I do really enjoy is reading 
in short spurts because it allows me to implement the piece that I learned that day into that day. And then, you know, because I remember how it made me feel in that day, then I'm able to carry it over to the next day. And, you know, I've also come to the conclusion that if it doesn't continue to carry over throughout my life, maybe it's not something that I need. And if it is something that I need, I write down the things that really resonate with me in my journal and I annotate the whole book. Like I'll remember that I've read it hopefully and I can, you know, flip back through and try to find something that helps me. But essentially what I'm thinking is that if it's something that, you know, really would be life changing for me, it's going to stick in my head. And if you're worried that it won't, again, just write that shit down and then come back to it later. But what The big thing with this, though, when it comes to doing things that make you feel good is that while I was, you know, not reading so much, I was still telling myself that I had to read 20 pages a day. And again, like it puts me into this failure mindset. If I don't achieve the 20 pages, then you're a failure. Even though I did read a decent amount, like and gain something from it. Why would that make me a failure? Because I didn't hit page 20. Like who fucking gives a shit? But hi I do so you know when like if you are into working out at all I'm going to use a working out comparison from my experience training I have found that the best way to not only work out myself but also program things for clients has been in a rep range so for example if you're going to go do squats I'm going to say do eight to 10 reps. The goal here is that you're going to put a lot of weight on the bar and you are going to try to hit eight. And if you can continue, get to 10, but don't go past 10 because if you go past 10, then you're going to wear yourself out and not be able to put more weight on. Same thing for reading. I'm going to try to read 10 to 20 pages a day. 10 pages is my minimum because I feel that most books, you get a good grasp on a message within 10 pages. If I read less than that, I feel like I just haven't read enough. I feel like I just haven't gotten enough information on the topic that's currently being discussed in order to apply it to my day. And if I exceed 20 pages, I feel myself either A, becoming too overwhelmed with the topic and having to remember too much information, or B, I'm not even paying attention to what I'm reading. I'm just like, physically reading the page, but my brain and thought is somewhere completely different. So I'm not even absorbing any of the information that I'm reading. And now I'm missing something that could have been totally essential to my life. I think you guys probably get the point at what I'm saying that like you have to just do what you feel in that moment makes you feel good. And I don't just use this for my morning routine. I use this, like I said, throughout my entire day. Like for simple things, I wash my face every morning and night because I can't for the fucking life of me have nice baby butt smooth skin and I just don't really understand why I don't get to experience life with baby butt smooth skin. But you know, I'm fucking trying bro. I'm still trying every day waking up, washing my face, going to bed, washing my face. And I'm really good about it and I'm really consistent about it more than I ever have been in my entire life. But last night, I was laying on the couch with my boyfriend watching New Girl and, you know, we were we were doing a little snuggling, having a good time. And I just didn't want to get up. And he fell asleep, like laying on me. And you know what? I just fell asleep, too. And I sat there and was like stressed because I was like, I didn't wash my face. I didn't wash my face. I didn't wash my face. My whole face is going to be a pimple fest. And honestly, 
what's what's life without a pimple bro like (laughs) who cares I'll just fucking use cover up and cover it up and it is what it is it's not gonna you know be any more detrimental to the pimples that I already have on my face and I want it to lay there I want it to keep watching new girl I just want it to lay there with him and that's what I wanted to do that's what made me feel good and so that's what I did Obviously, I'm not going to stop washing my face altogether, which I think really speaks to, you know, this kind of mentality as a whole is that you obviously can't do things that are bad for you that make you feel good consistently because then it's not going to lead to good things for you. But then that doesn't make you feel good. Like, you know, you're not doing things that make you feel good as a whole, you know, sure, like doing cocaine might feel good but if you do that every day like you're gonna have a problem (laughs) but if you you know want to experiment something do your thing jellybean it's not gonna kill you I mean it it could kill you I suppose but maybe drugs is a bad example (laughs) you get the point though it's all in moderation (laughs) right it's all in moderation I think another thing too is that there's different ways to achieve things Like nobody takes the same exact path and several people make it to the same exact goal. Like I think that's like I said, another big issue of mine is that I was trying to construct specific things that I thought would get me to specific goals. And that's not true. Like I first of all, who am I? Like am I the predictor of all things powerful? Who who am I to decide that? a leads to b that equals c like who who says that one thing works just because it works for one person doesn't mean it works for somebody else like look at you know matthew mcconaughey leo dicaprio and sandra bullock okay they all are major movie famous actors right or actress whatever they all have a net worth upwards of a hundred million dollars Leo and Sandra both have net worths that are upwards of 250 million dollars and they all three have all won an Oscar potentially several I don't know that information but you know they all have at least won one Oscar so while they aren't living obviously exactly the same experience because we're not fucking robots they have achieved the same goals They all have very different backgrounds. They all have different upbringings. They've all taken different paths and done different things to get them to where they are today. I mean, there's people like Justin Bieber who were scouted on YouTube at the age of 13 years old. And then there's other musicians who have been discovered much later in life. But they have amassed the same amount of fame, wealth, whatever. They've gotten to the same goal is my point. And you just have to trust the process and do the things that you can do in order to get you closer to where you want to be in life but allow fate to take its course and not put so much pressure on yourself that if you don't do this specific thing then you're never gonna get to this specific answer like just because it worked for one way for one person doesn't mean it's gonna work that way for you bro chill don't even try to fucking tell me that you are not going to achieve the goal that you have always wanted to achieve because you didn't follow the exact same ritual that your favorite Instagram influencer has followed. Like, get get out of my face. So, of course, I got your back. I have a cute little trick for you to use when you start to feel yourself feeling this way. When you start to feel yourself doing something that you don't really want to do, you get this like 
almost resentment type feeling inside of you, you know, you start to feel yourself kind of like tense up and not really want to do it. So when you start to feel that, recognize it and ask yourself, does this make me feel good? Sometimes your thoughts will not align with your emotions. Let me just cue you in onto a little secret. Your thoughts will always be the liar. Your emotions will tell you what it is you truly feel. You might think that this is what you're supposed to do in order to be happy, but you really fucking feel like you don't want to do it. You don't want to do it. Like that's the truth. And you might not want to admit that, but that is the truth. And if you don't believe me, think about any time in your life that you have wanted something so badly, but you knew in your gut that it wasn't for you. And then eventually it turned out not to be for you. A prime example would be a relationship. You're trying to make a relationship work. You're trying to make a relationship work. But, you know, deep down, you know, it ain't it. Like, you know that it's just not going to work out. You know that this person isn't the right person for you. It's the same idea. Like you were, we have this idea in our head. We want it to work out so bad. We, we think that we want this, but what you're feeling in your body, that's the truth. I do not want this message to get mixed up with not pushing yourself out of your comfort zone. We talked about this last time we talked. So before last week's interview, New Year's Re- resolution episode, pushing yourself out of your comfort zone is you essentially doing what feels good. Like, yes, pushing yourself out of your comfort zone might not feel good in the moment, but you're doing it because things don't feel right in your life to begin with. And you're wanting to push yourself towards a better reality for yourself. And essentially, you're doing what feels good. What I'm specifically talking about is, again, that fantasy destination of happiness and peace that one day we're just going to wake up and miraculously be at this happiness destination. And most of the time we try to do this by achieving certain things. When I lose the weight, I'll be happy. When I get the guy, I'll be happy. When I get the job, I'll be happy. When I reach financial freedom, I'll be happy. But the thing is, Pleasure is always derived from an outside source. Joy is what comes from within you. And joy is that eternal happiness feeling that you're talking about when you say you want to reach this happiness destination. It's not the temporary pleasure. It's this long-term idea, right? That's joy. So pleasure comes from externals. Joy comes from within. So what can we try to achieve to get to this destination without acts that are only going to get us the temporary pleasure and not the long-term joy. This is going to be things like building self-confidence, self-love, self-trust. You know, those things that you're like, oh, like, fuck you. Stop telling me to do those things. (laughs) Like, it's hard and I don't even really understand how to do it. Well, guess what, babe? That's why you're here. And that's what we're going to do together. It's a process and we're going to fucking do it together. Us and if you're here watching on YouTube, us and Jude. Jude's here too, everybody. The Zen Kitty is here. She's just got all of our best interest at heart. She knows that we're all going to do good things with our lives. It's all going to be okay. Right, Jude? So I'm not going to just leave you with that because I know that that's an annoying answer. So what does this look like? The number one way that I think is the most fucking helpful and like the most straightforward instant gratification that you can do to achieve this 
is proving to yourself that you can overcome fears and accomplish tasks. So maybe nailing that dream job will only bring you temporary pleasure, but the knowledge that you now have, that you have the capability to decide what you want, to go after what you want, to convince other people that you're going to be good at what you want, and then to achieve getting what you want, that's like going to take you so fucking far. You're going to be able to accomplish so much in life because you're going to gain the self-confidence that you have the ability to achieve that and it's going to help break that vicious cycle of constantly wanting to get to the next thing because you're bored with what you're doing now because you're going to try to get to the next best thing but it's not going to come from a place of self-loathing it's going to come from a place of wanting to accomplish more because you know that you're capable of it. It's cool to be an overachiever. I mean, you get a lot of shit done with your life. You propel yourself forward and closer to your goals than a lot of people can fucking say that they do. And I don't want you to shit on yourself if this is how you live your life because I'm not fucking going to shit on myself for this being my life. I like this about me. I love this about me, truthfully. I think that it makes me a go-getter and I have drive and I have passion and you know that's why I feel the ways that I do. The reason it becomes a problem is when I start to not love myself, when I start to be self-deprecating and I start to feel like a failure and I start to feel guilt and shame for not carrying things out the way that I initially planned. And I think a big thing with this for a lot of us too is we just think that this is who we are and I thought that for a very long time, that this was just who I am. I'm just, you know, fast-tracked, wired. I just always have to be doing something. And some people do, but it's not who you are if it doesn't make you feel good. And it's likely that you've just programmed yourself to be in these habits that, you know, maybe this is how you were raised or maybe this was the example that you've been set. And maybe you have anxiety or you have some sort of trauma or something's going on bigger in your life that you're just trying to drown that out by overwhelming yourself with tasks. Whatever the underlying reason is that you've, you know, made yourself think that the way that you're carrying things out now is normal is probably normal the way that you've done that to yourself. So don't, you know, beat yourself up because you're here. The point is, is that you're here and it is what it is. So what are we going to do to try to make you feel good? Because you don't deserve to sit here living your life like you're not doing enough. Because if you're anything like me, you're doing more than enough, babe. You're doing more than enough. So let's put that to good use and start to actually feel proud and good of yourself because you should feel that way. Even if you barely did shit today, like you did something, you got up, you brushed your teeth, be proud of that. As long as you are taking small action steps every day to get you closer to where you want to be in life, you have absolutely nothing to sweat. You just can't let that eat you alive. (laughs) Be happy you're taking steps at all. You got to lighten up, man. It's just life. (laughs) That's it for this week's episode. I cannot (laughs) begin to express my excitement for what I have coming up. And I know I said that to you guys two weeks ago, but now I have a date for you. It's February 1. We're getting started. Well, actually, that's not true. The first part of it is going to come towards the end of January for us to get started in February and I'm so excited (laughs) so there's that and then hopefully next week I will have a interview for you guys again 
until then, you can follow me on Instagram at underscore Sarah Ritt. You can follow Wellish on Instagram at Wellish Podcast. Please, 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 if you like this episode, if you love this show, please leave me a rate and review. Anything less than five stars is unacceptable, but you know what? Any rate at all, I'm glad for it as long as it's not lower than three. That would be great. Rate me a five. Leave me a review. Let me know how this helps so I can keep bringing you guys content like this. It helps me out so, so much. And I will talk to you guys next week. Have a great rest of your Monday, baby. Bye.